Hi listeners, welcome back to Motivate, the motivation and inspiration podcast. I'm your host, Dahi D, and today's guest is Bishop T.D. Jakes talking about why now is not the time to lose your head. No matter who you are, in life you're going to go through turbulent times. You're going to go through things that you just don't have an answer for. Today's episode is a reminder that no matter what you're going through, just don't give up. That's it for me today. Thank you all for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. writes to the church of Ephesus and tells them to put on the whole armor of God because you are under attack. There is not a person in this room that is not constantly up under attack. No matter how blessed you've been, no matter how successful, no matter how accomplished, no matter how healthy, no matter how fruitful you are, somewhere in your life you are either being attacked or about to be attacked in some area of your life. And God says, I'm going to bless you, but you've got to dress for the battle while you receive the blessing. With every blessing, there is a battle. I would venture to say the greater the blessing, the greater the battle. The enemy would not send that level of battle against you if there were not that level of blessing before you. The level of battle you face is an indication of the level of blessings that you stand to receive. No robber robs an empty house. Nobody holds up a bag lady because she doesn't have anything to steal. If you're up under attack, there's something to be gained. So the Bible says, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand the wiles of the devil, the wiles of the devil, the tactics, the antics of the devil. And then he says, once you get it all on, having done all to stand. See, you got all dressed up not to run. You got dressed up to stand, not to give place or territory to the devil, not to evacuate the turf that's yours. Did you hear that? Not to evacuate the turf that is yours. And he said, if you're going to hold on to what I have given you, because I have given you some things that you are yet to possess. And in order to possess what I've given you, to take it out of the euphoria of an idea and snatch it into the realm of a possession, you're going to have to stand, having done all to stand. That's your willpower, your strength, your might, your intensity, having done all to stand. The first stand belongs to you. You have to do that. Stop asking God to make you stand if you're not willing to stand. You have to have an investment in what God has given you and having done all to stand. You won't get to the second stand until you run out of the first one. Having done all to stand, then it says, stand therefore with your loins girt about with truth. And as he begins to equip us for battle, he comes down to the helmet of salvation. How important is it to protect your head? When the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God, 
for the pulling down of strongholds. Look at how we've got to fight. For the pulling down of strongholds, casting down, oh, you got it, imaginations, and every high thing that exalted itself against what? The knowledge, the knowledge of God. The high things that are coming against you are coming against what you know about God. What you know about God, you know you're healed. The symptoms come to convince you that you're not. You know you're free. I thought you did. Y'all know you're free? Okay, y'all know you're free? The enemy comes against your freedom to convince you that you don't have what God has already released you. The Bible calls his attack imaginations. You're being fought by imaginations, shadows and ghosts. Some of you are stressed to death over what ifs and maybes. You've been stabbed by suppose. <laughs> You lay in the bed wrestling with ghosts of what ifs and maybes and suppose and I think and I heard and I felt and you wake up tired in the morning because you, you might have slept but you didn't rest because all in your sleep you've been fighting. The Bible says there is a helmet that will protect your head. Head speaks to leadership. Head speaks to government. Most people are living their lives from a heart place and not a head place. They are so engrossed with what the heart feels that they have not covered what the head thinks. Most people are governed by their emotions. They're having a hard experience in a head fight. You will never win a battle if you're having a heart experience in a head fight. You're telling the enemy how you feel has nothing to do with what you know. And if you're going to deal with a knower, never approach a knower with feelings. You've got to approach a knower with facts. The enemy wants to cut off your head and leave you with feelings. Real decisions that move your life along are not coming out of your emotions, they're coming out of your head. Real opportunities that God would open up for you have to come out of your head and not out of your feelings. You, there are so many people that are so abstract and they're just moving along from day to day out of their emotions and their fear. I don't know, I'm just not feeling it today. I'm just not feeling it today. Come back on Thursday. I might be feeling on Thursday. I'm not in the mood for this. I can't handle this. And every time you do it, you are canceling out opportunities because it is with the mind that we serve the Lord. A person who does not function out of their head is a person without government. A person who moves totally out of their emotions 
is exempt from the greater opportunity than life because you will forfeit what God has given you because of how you feel. God did not promise you that your feelings would line up with the facts. How many of us are living a headless life because we have not separated how we feel from what we know? You can't, you can't work with people like that. You really can't work with people like that because if I criticize your work, it doesn't mean I criticize you. And to have to babysit your feelings when I don't have time to babysit your feelings, I need you to correct the problem and go back to work. It's not personal if you do it right. Isn't that what God told Cain? Why is thy countenance fallen, Cain? Why are you tripping out about this stuff? Why are you jealous of Abel? If thou doest not well, will I not receive you? He said, I'm not against you, Cain. I'm against what you did. And if you fix what you did, I'll bless you like I bless them. So stop tripping, Cain. Get your heart out of the way of your head, and I will move you forward. I know that's culture shock to a lot of you. Because everything you've ever gotten, you've gotten out of your feelings. But let me tell you, the devil is not fighting you over your feelings. He is fighting you over your head. He is giving you images and imaginations and threats of disaster to send your head into a panic mode so that you will digress mentally from the leadership that the rest of you needs. It has to come from the facts and not the feelings. It is written, thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. It is written, it is written. Not one time do you hear Jesus saying, I'm so hungry, devil. I'm so hungry. This is one time let me turn this stone to bread because a brother like me got all kind of rumblings going on in my stomach like here. I've been out here 40 days. Devil, now, now, you know, 40 days. You ought to have a little compassion on me. He did not approach the devil with feelings because the devil has no compassion. Whatever you do, don't lose your head. Pull your feelings out of it. Pull your insecurities out of it, your vulnerabilities. Those childhood voices that come back to attack you the rest of your life are the tools that the devil uses to cause you to digress from what God created you to be and stand on what you know.